the volume. Oral Sessions is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Hey guys, welcome to Oral Sessions with Renee Paquette. This is where we mash up the best of the week. We take our interviews from Tuesday and Thursday, what those episodes were. We take those highlights. We put them together all here in one convenient place for your listening pleasure. Uh, Hopefully you guys enjoy what we've put together here for you guys. And if you want to go back and listen to these interviews in their entirety, you can do that right here where you're listening as it is. Um, So anywhere you guys are listening to podcasts, you can go back and find those full length interviews. But otherwise we've, uh, we've done a little bit of heavy lifting for you and gave you guys some of the highlights from what, from what you want to hear. But you know, we're so lucky with all the amazing guests that we have on oral sessions that I'm sure if you're fans of these people, you're going to want to go back and hear more of their story here, more of who these people are and what makes them tick and what has led to their success, all that fun stuff. Um, I love what I get to do here and I love getting to chat with all these interesting and fascinating people. It's a hell of a time. And yeah, now we just get to do a little best stuff here on the weekend. So here we go. Let's get into it. Here's the best stuff from this week on Oral Sessions. It's happening. Here it is. Oral Sessions joined by none other than the Danhausen. Hi. Yes, hello. How are you? I'm great. Listen, I am stoked to have you on the show today. I'm a big fan. Big fan, big supporter. Thank you very much, Dan Housen. A huge fan housing of you as well, Renee. And <laughs> looking forward to being on this very famous show. It's a very famous show. And um, I'm very excited that we're doing Danhausen Week. I get to do my interview with you, and then you're going to take over oral sessions. And I don't know what's going to happen with that. I'm leaving the ball in your court, but I trust you for a weird reason. I'm not sure why. I'd say you have a trustworthy face, but I don't think that's true. Well, we also cannot say that because we're on a podcast, but this is being recorded for some sort of YouTubes. So who knows? Listen, it'll live on the internet. We're all just trying to be famous on television and the internet, right? Yes, absolutely. Dan has a job, very famous. Very evil. What makes someone so famous on the internet? How does someone get fame on the internet? Because it's a, it's, a, it's a stiff market. You must stand out correctly. You must be friends with other celebrities, such as Dan Housing with uh, Conan O'Brien and uh, Rock the Dwayne Johnson. And uh, your good friend, uh, CM Punk Housing. Great internet friends. Said Dan Housing's a good tweeter once and gave him his finishing maneuver as a blessing. Were you excited when this happened? Because it seemed like it was a bit of a, a switch off where like CM Punk gave you the blessing that you could use the GTS. But then uh, where do we stand on this? It's all been approved. Yeah, I saw it was CM Punk. Wonderful fellow. Gave Dan Housing the GTS as his finisher. And then Kenta got a little angry at him. But then he said he does not care who uses it except for CM Punk. So Dan Housen got two blessings as far as he can see it. Perfect. Okay, so it's all good. You get to use the GTS, no problems, no issues. Yes, and then he named it as well. He named it very nice, very evil. Oh, CM Punk named it that? Yes, yes, it was quite wonderful. He's a clever man when it comes to things like that. I'll give him that. That's that's a good one. Very nice, very evil. He made a t-shirt out of it, made lots of monies. You know, I need a Dan Housen shirt, but I believe that you're sending me a baby onesie and um, like one of the wrestler buddies. Yes, yes. So that's a, that's a very nice gift. 
It's a very nice gift. My daughter will be thrilled. Okay, so what was Danhausen like as a little boyhausen? Ah, you know, he liked uh, comic books and uh, horror movies. Started watching those at a young age, who'd have thought? And what else? What else? Oh, we discovered wrestling when Danhausen was about six or seven, something like that. Who was your favorite? So it must have been a recap of some sort on a Monday Night Raw as uh, Danhausen and Dadhausen were flipping through the stations. But it was a flashback to Bad Blood uh, 97 where Kane was ripping off the door and it was red lights. He looked like uh, Jason sort of from Friday the 13th. And then he ripped it off and he destroyed that uh, Undertaker fellow. You ever heard of him? I've, I've, I've heard of him. Yeah, I've met him. I've, I've been able to have the luxury of calling some Undertaker matches. Oh, yes. Very fancy. He is very fancy. He shoots real life lightning from his fingertips. Uh, is, what a skill, right? Yes, Dan has been trying to master that, but cannot quite get it. I think if you were to come to Las Vegas, you could probably find a way to get with some of the um, the sleight of hand magicians in uh, in town, and they might be able to show you how to do some of that. Danhausen doesn't trust magicians. Why? They're swindlers. I mean, they're very similar to to wrestling, right? It's like old vaude villain. They're a bunch of. It's a little. It could be a little wacko. I, I agree with you. I think magicians can be a little bit scary. But you might be able to learn something. I think if you're able to strike a business relationship with somebody and you take something away from it, that could be good. You don't have to be friends with them. You just need to learn the skill. Perhaps we could learn a card trick where we say, what, you know, what card do you choose? And then we'll figure out a way to pickpocket them yes. at the same time. See, we'll go down to Fremont and we'll walk away even richer. With a neon sign, too. Yes. <laughs> Got to get all the neon signs. How rich are you at this point? Hundreds of dollars. Very rich. What are some other skills that Danhausen has? Oh, uh, Danhausen can draw a little bit, does a little bit of art. Uh, he doesn't do it too often, but he, uh, when this whole pandemic thing started, Danhausen was drawing superheroes for people uh, on the side of doing his wrestling business because people- Like Jerry the King Lawler? He does that. A little bit. Uh, he can drive a car. Even in Canada, you can drive a car? Oh, yes. It is more difficult, though. Well, yeah, because you are in Montreal, right? Oh, yes. A lot of one-way streets and the signs are all in French. Does Danhausen speak French? I could say sucre poulet. Did you say sugar chicken? Uh, yes, uh, sucre poulet. What is sugar chicken? I don't know. Danhausen just knows both those words. So when he goes to a restaurant, he says, ah, sucre poulet for Danhausen. Oh, I've never had that. I mean, I would have ordered like the la poutine or la, or la boulangerie. Framboise. Love a good framboise, le pamplemousse, grapefruit. Oh, yes. Danhausen knows about those. All sorts. How is Canada treating you? Ah, they give tickets to Danhausen a lot because he cannot read the signs. So it seems that Danhausen gets parking tickets quite often. Oh, no. Well, that's not going to bode well for you staying rich. And they put uh, gravy on everything. That's something that I that's always kind of upset me about being in America. I was talking to um, Rhea Ripley about that because... She is from Australia, which is also of the Commonwealth. And they also put gravy. Like you get like fries with gravy. And that's not a thing in America. And it's quite upsetting. Where do you stand on malt vinegar on your fries? That is a thing Danhausen has discovered here. There is a place called uh, Britain Chips. It is a pub type place that sells fish and chips. And they put malt vinegar on your French fries. Wonderful. That with like a pile of salt, bloat me up and call it a day. See, this is the other problem. Danhausen loves gravy on everything. But we are trying to be on television. Danhausen cannot just drink gravy every day. That's true. 
But I feel like you have a lean figure. I feel like you probably have room to, like, let loose a little bit. Yes, but we cannot guzzle down gallons of gravy every day. Otherwise, Dan Hassel will lose it, his slender, muscular figure. And not even that, but if you were to guzzle down a bunch of gravy and then have a wrestling match, you could quite possibly have a poop-in-the-ring situation. That would be the most evil situation, and we do not (laughs) want that even a little bit. What are other foods in Canada that you have gotten into? Because you've not been there for very long, right? No, it has only been about a year, but he's been visiting for a while. Is your wife Canadian? Yes, uh, she is a dual citizen. She is from Montreal. She has lived in Germany, and she has lived in the States. I've seen you like post photos of her or like retweet her. She is a quite the number. How did you guys meet? So she was doing a theater bazaar. It is a, a Halloween burlesque show. She's a burlesque dancer, Lulu La Duchess. What a name. Lulu La Duchess Derriere. Oh my gosh. Yes, the Duchess of Tukis. Uh Danhausen actually thought she was a bot. Oh, I could see that. I mean, she's very beautiful. She messaged Danhausen on Instagram to hit on Danhausen or something. Spitting the DMs is what Danhausen hears it's called. Danhausen is actually driving back from uh, the Butcher and Blades show, the Tid the Season. That was in Buffalo. And then she said, just come to Montreal right now. It's only a few hours away. And then Danhausen said, this is like seven hours. Absolutely not. When a beautiful woman says, you better get here real quick, I think you get your passport and you hop over that rainbow bridge. Uh, This is true, but also it could have been, uh, you ever see that movie, So I Married an Axe Murderer? (laughs) You could have been kidnapped. Oh my gosh, you could have, what a trap. You're right. That could have been a really bad trap. You're right. Guys, you heard it here first. Don't always respond to the DMs. Sometimes it can be great and you do end up with this beautiful Lulu La Duchess La Derriere wife. And sometimes you end up with your head in a freezer or in a box. Who knows? What was your first date that you guys went on? What, what do you like on a date? Are you a romantic guy? What do you do? Ah, uh, yes, a bit, I suppose. We went to uh, the Detroit Historical Museum and we looked at bones. There were skeleton bones. And what else did we do? We went to uh, a barbecue place because that's what Dan Housen heard regular humans like to eat. And then we... Uh, Tried mojitos. You ever had those? Oh, I love a mojito. A little fresh muddled mint. Love it. Icy water. Got Dan Housen pretty good. What else do you drink? What is your cocktail of choice? Oh, Dan Housen likes uh, the fruity kind. The ones that taste good. There's one here in Montreal that is called a uh, fun dip. And it tastes like the sour candy powder. Where do you stand on the Montreal bagel versus the New York bagel? You know what? Maybe Dan Housen... Possibly had one of these at a place called New York Bagel down in Florida once. Oh, it's not the same. They need to be from New York City from like a, a real deli. Let's do a trip. We'll take some bagel trips. While you're in Montreal, you know who could take you on a good bagel trip is Sammy Zane. Do you know Sammy Zane? Dan Housen kind of knows him from the internet and he met him once. We put out a t-shirt uh, for El Generico and Dan Housen to go to the wonderful uh, organization, Sammy for You guys have a combo shirt, and I did not know about this? Yes, it was up for a limited time only. I did not know this. I would have got one. So Dan Housen met Sammy Zane about 2016 or so at an Evolve show where he was doing uh, a special appearance, and young Dan Housen went up to him and said, uh, oh, do you have advice for a new wrestle boy? Which was Dan Housen. And he was very nice to Dan Housen. He gave him some wonderful advice. He said, do every single show. 
do the bad ones, do the good ones. He said, you know what? Sometimes the bad ones are the most important ones. Because then you learn how to work in a horrible situation and get out of it better than you uh, arrived. What is the worst wrestling situation you've been in? Because you almost quit at one point, right? There was a point that you almost walked away. Dan Housen kicked, got kicked in the throat. Oh. Very hard. Uh, someone kneed him in the stomach. He did that little flip. It's called a kitchen sink, I believe. And then they immediately followed it up by kicking Dan Housen right here. And then Dan Housen couldn't breathe, thought he was going to have to go to the hospital. But instead, he drove to McDonald's and then drove home. That annoyed Dan Housen because every single week he was getting injured or hurt or losing money, putting miles on his car. That was one of the bad situations, though, where Dan Housen decided, you know what? Dan Housen's going to just give it one last go and be full on Dan Housen with uh, no apologies and see if it works. And this was before you became full on Dan Housen, right? Yes. Dan Housen was uh, disguised in human makeup, if you will. Well, I'm glad that you've revealed your true colors because this is the way to go. Yes, it would seem so, because now everything flies in, all the opportunities and monies and everything. What do you think sparked that? Because I feel like you have taken over the Internet. I feel like everyone loves you. Is there anyone that doesn't like you? Do you have enemies? Uh, actually, Dan Housen doesn't. But every once in a while, I'll notice someone's randomly blocked Dan Housen when he goes to tweet <laughs> or something. But it would appear that not many wrestlers hate Dan Housen that he knows of. CM Punk doesn't seem to hate Dan Housen. He, doesn't, he gets grumpy at lots of people. Now that's quite a feat. Also, he's one of Dan Housen's favorite wrestlers. So I think once you get him on board, I mean, that's a good place to start. Yes, Dan Housen has not made that many enemies that he's aware of, at least. I think that's when it comes down to being very nice and very evil. You know, I mean, if you show the, the nice side, but there's still that evil underlying tone, it, I think it's a great balance. Yes, we even got fa- the most famous celebrity in the world. The Rock loves that Dan Housen. And you got to go like hang out with, well, not like in person, but you got to do Conan O'Brien's podcast. Yes, that was uh, surreal. Like, how did that happen? How did it come together? Is he receptive? Is he now a Danhausen fan? He appeared to be so on the show. He said lots of housings. Uh, he said he's a fan. He said he gave Danhausen his blessing. Uh, what else did he say? Oh, yes. So that came up because Fanhausen's kept tweeting at Danhausen saying there's a contest of some sort. Dan Housen joined this contest. It was, I think, submit a question to Conan. He might read it on air. So we submitted a question. Dan Housen totally forgot about it. And then about four months later, he had an email from them saying, uh, are you available to do a meeting? And then Dan Housen did a meeting with the producer of the show. And they didn't tell Dan Housen what it was for. And then two days later, they said, hello, are you available to talk to Conan O'Brien tomorrow on Zoom? Oh, my gosh. And Dan Housen said, yes, what the hell is happening? And you had to do that in your human makeup, right? Yes, yes. We made to use all the CGI. Thank God Conan's rich so he can pay for all that CGI. Hopefully we get back on Conan, but on the television show in Dan Housen's true form. Okay, how do we make that happen? How can we manifest more Dan Housen and Conan? Because it seems like it seems like things are trending in that direction for you. What can we do? I don't know. Your husband's quite famous. He's on TBS Superstation every single Wednesday. Yes. You got to have him just take the mic and go uh, off the rails, if you will, and start demanding things for Dan Housen. He definitely, yeah. I mean, we might as well use what pull we have, right? Burn bridges for Dan Housen. That's what you have to do. <laughs> He's downstairs. I'll run the idea past him after. I'll see what he says. He could be down. People seem to like just tweeting at Conan, which I don't think he checks his Twitter that often, but Team Coco does. So tell them. 
Good to know. I mean, I did tag them. I listened to the episode. I made sure to tag them. I'm trying, I'm doing whatever I can on my end, but I mean, this needs to happen. It also seemed like when you were on, when I was listening to the episode, it seems like Conan might actually be down to do some wrestling with you. It seems so. He's done it before with Cassandro. So he's done some training. He knows. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yes. He did some Lucha training. Wow. He's a very tall, lanky man to be doing some Lucha training. Yes, Danhausen will just have to ride uh, on his shoulders and then we can be a huge person and defeat everybody. Oh my God, it's pictured like Conan doing like a Rana and what a what a mess that would be. He's too tall. He's way too tall for that. He could choke slam somebody or powerbomb them and it would hurt. Sure, 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 of course. Yeah, but I like the idea of him wrestling Lucha style. Yes, we must get him on this. Uh, he's got, what, a new show coming out probably soon. So maybe that's what we do. Maybe I can maybe I can lure him on to doing oral sessions in some capacity. We do like a dual interview. Yes, you have him on, but then Dan Housen will secretly be on, like how Emilio is just floating in the nether realms down here somewhere. <laughs> and uh, we'll ambush him. It'll work. Okay, I love that. All right, great. I'm in. All right, Dan Housen, it's been lovely to have you on. I'm excited to uh, to continue to watch you take over the world, Housen. Um, we're going to get you working with Conan Housen. That's a must. We'll petition to get him on this show in some capacity if we can, and we'll dupe him in. You don't ask, it won't happen. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's what Michael Jordan said, right? Yes, yes, yes. It was the hockey fellow, Michael Jordan. Oh, I thought it was like, wait, did Wayne Gretzky say that? <laughs> Hello, yes, it is Dan Housen here. Surprise, surprise. Guest hosting oral sessions while very nice, very evil Renee Housing is out taking care of the new baby or whatever she may be doing, cooking, making new cookbooks, being a bestseller on Amazon. I don't know. Anyways, the reins have been given to Dan Housing today. That being said, Dan Housing has all the power and has decided to bring on his wonderful friend, very famous, turning a little bit evil, tag team aficionado, superstar. Egon Page. All Ethan, Ethan Page. You like that new name I gave you? I'm 100% authentically me, so all Ethan makes sense. It's all Ethan, Ethan Page. You should tell them to switch that. I will. Hey, so where do you live? I've never asked you this. We've been friends for so long. What's your, like, hometown? Are you trying to get Dan Housing to reveal his address? Well, no, not no, not your address, but I kind of wanted to segue into the fact that I assume you're not Canadian. No, Dan Housing is fake Canadian. Renee is Canadian. Yes. I thought maybe, you know, she would be the one to invite me on the show. But a little nepotism of my friendship with you gets me on oral sessions. So that's awesome. <laughs> and now he's getting you the rub. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yes, using his evil powers to give more fame to his friends. Hey, thanks for getting me in this interview. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for being a great friend, Housing of Dan Housing. Of course. Well, we have a limited time, but this is fine because we are going to make uh, it everything count. Yes, the most of it. Let's do it. Dan Housing has noticed that you have been turning quite evil. But it is good. You've been throwing people downstairs. You've been decimating legends. What changed? What do you mean what changed? I've always been kind of a... Are we allowed to swear on oral sessions? Yes, yes. This is Renee's show, so Dan Housing cannot kick you off. Oh, perfect. Uh... I'm kind of always a piece of shit with people that I dislike. Oh, see, this exactly is what Dan Housen does. He is evil to people he dislikes. He's very nice to people he loves. Yes, and Darby Allen's definitely one of those people that I strongly dislike. Throw him down some stairs. Why not? 
He also only paints half his face. I only like to be friends with people that paint all of their face. Well, yeah, Danhausen just does a little bit of red under the eyes. But yes, too- exactly. Well, no, no, no. I've seen you paint human face oh, before. Oh, yes, but of course. Also, real quick, sometimes people will get, uh, they'll be like, oh, look, are you friends with Darby? And Danhausen's like, Darby is a skeleton. Danhausen's not a skeleton. Yeah, thank you. I'm so glad you have my back in this war against Darby, Allen. Do you have any other legends that you have your eyes set on or other foes? If Sting keeps his nose in my business, I have no problem whipping his ass for the rest of his career, which I'm sure won't be that long. Burn. Uh, <laughs> but I ate off the stairs. Oh, thank you for the great idea. Oh, yes. Usually you just suggest me to punch people in the groin, which I also enjoy. You know, it seems to work. Yeah, it really does. It really does. I've added it to my repertoire, Johnny Cage style. So I'm into it. But more legends. I don't know, because there's so many backstage at AEW. I feel like just walking around, egos edging, like Arn Anderson into catering would be entertaining. Jake the Snake gave me a clothesline on my debut. I did not like that. So I owe him a bit of a receipt. Must decimate Jake the Snake. Yeah, I would like that. You are somewhat of a tag team specialist, yes? Some would say. I think most would say you were uh, in the North with wonderful Josh Alexander, Mm -hmm. winning championships everywhere. You with Dan Housen winning championships everywhere as a tag team man. That's right. And now you are with Scorpion Sky. Well, okay, how about I ask you a question? Yes, please do. Any teams in AEW, who would you like to see Scorpion Sky and Egon, all Ethan Page, wrestle? Who would you want to see us wrestle? Trent is a good boy. Oh, you like the best friend? Oh, yes. See, I would love to beat up Orange Cassidy. It pisses me off that he's kind of cornered the market on the denim, especially since he's not Canadian. And he wears a Canadian tuxedo on a regular basis. And I want to wear more denim. But I feel like if I do, all the little nerds online are going to be like, oh, you can't wear that. That's Orange Cassidy's outfit. And it pisses me off because I'm a man of fashion. Danhausen one time just wore a all-black Canadian tuxedo to be evil Orange Cassidy. You know, there's too many political games I've got to play backstage. I'm too new in the company. But don't worry, by the end of my contract, I'm sure I'll be able to piss off whoever I want. Yes, everyone's going to get thrown down some stairs. <laughs> you should get a, a jean outfit of every color, of every faction, and just take out the leader by throwing him down some stairs while you wear uh, jean jackets. My goal is to be able to dress like Chuck Norris without anyone mentioning Orange Cassidy. There we go. That's a goal for AEW. Put that on the vision board. It is on there now. So this is just something that Dan Housen really likes to think about uh, when stuff is getting tough. We were all on similar shows, both of us, for a long time doing just random shows with 50 people, 30 people, 100 people, whatever may have you. Now we're both famous television stars. I know. Do you ever just sit back and think about that? Where you were just a couple years ago, and now you're on TNT with movies and stuff. I do think about it often, especially lately, just seeing the people that I kind of grew up idolizing are now my peers or uh, willing to give advice or guidance. It's pretty crazy to me, you know, working with Sting at a pay-per-view is pretty mind-blowing. But the biggest, like, eye-opener is obviously seeing friends like yourself. And, you know, we were using our phones, texting each other the other day with our friend Jake something about, you know, how things are progressing in our careers. It's awesome to see us kind of fill those positions and, you know, 
become bigger names in professional wrestling, but my family reaching out to me saying things are cool. Uh, when things kind of get a little mainstream, it's awesome to be able to get their attention without having to say, Hey, check out this thing that I'm doing. It's uh, it's cool that they'll just see it on their own. So before we go, do you want to plug anything? Because yes, you do, because we must make you many monies for being on this show. Yes, I would love to plug my weekly vlog on Wednesdays on my YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com slash Ethan Page vlog. And uh, yeah, I release content on there all the time. Um, but I do want to bring up something. You asked me earlier what it's like for us to be, you know, doing well and stuff like that. I do want to give a big shout out to AEW. I've only been here since about March, but it's been a life-changing experience. And the way the company treats talent is something unlike I've ever experienced before. I hope one day, uh, not to cause any kerfuffle on the internet, I hope you get to experience this one day, Dan Housen. Uh, it's, 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 it's insane to me to find a company that puts the talent first. I think more people should be talking about it. And uh, I would love for people to check out my vlog. Cause I think I give a little bit of a glimpse into that side of it as, as it's a little different than the other vlogs that get put out with AEW. Uh, it's more of a, you know, down to earth, real behind the scenes look of my life in wrestling with the people I enjoy spending time with. And I laugh a lot in it because I have a great time at this job. Official ego on Twitter and you have Instagram as well. I do at official underscore ego. Uh, it pisses me off, but that was the only one available. I apologize. We'll try to use our famous powers of uh, Renee to get that switched. Perfect. Watching on every Wednesday night, uh, probably uh, Wednesdays, Mondays, Tuesdays, AEW Elevation, AEW Dark, and AEW Dynamite. All right, and we are back to oral sessions. Again, if you're just tuning in now in some strange way of not listening to the full podcast and only listening to the back half, uh, Renee is out on uh, baby leave, whatever that means. So she's doing things uh, elsewhere, and Dan Housen has taken the reins yet again, and he has brought on another friend. Friend Housen of Dan Housen, wonderful fellow. Dan Housen thinks he's hilarious. RJ City. Friendhausen is a relative term, but I would say thank you for having me, but you're not really the host. Do you know what I'm saying? No, no, Dan Housen's the host because uh, he's been filling the uh, empty spot. Yeah, well, there's an empty spot is what I'm saying. It's not really your chair. You're filling, you're at the Oscars and somebody went pee and they brought you in, you know? So you're saying Dan Housen could win an Oscar for this? Yes, at least, you know, a, a SAG award. Well, very nice. We also are waiting upon a slammy to uh, show up in the mail. They are heavy. I got to hold one and they are nothing to mess with. you got uh, probably access to many slammies right now. My first slammy I was given by Meatloaf, who was a drummer on the original WrestleMania album. And what happened was I was working as a waiter in Connecticut and he came in. He was a session drummer. Nah, 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 nah. He was in the, he's in the music video. If you don't believe me, think it's his joke, you go look. And I served him an iced tea. And when I tell you, he was floored. The hair was swinging. You know, he's, I mean, he was sweating when he came in, but he was really overwhelmed. And he said, you know what? I don't have that much cash on me. Please take this slammy as my thanks. And it's, you know, it's not inscribed, unfortunately. However, I have that memory, which I'll always cherish. 
Dan Amgen, congratulates you on your Slammy Award from uh, Meatloaf. Sounds quite nice. Don't you feel used in this situation? What do you mean? Don't you feel like Renee is kind of exploiting you? She's got you here to basically babysit her podcast. Does that, does that not bother you? Oh, oh, that's great. And there she is. She's watching you. How Orwellian of her uh, to do such a thing. I guess I said her name three times in the mirror or something. I'm not taking advantage of anybody. I'm just, a, I am a Fanhausen of Danhausen and I'm trying to get that Danhausen rub while I'm off having a baby. Yeah, I'm trying to get the rub Hausen. I think it's a little uh, exploitative Hausen and also a little rude Hausen to have me on and you're not even here. I am here, here I am. You're not, this doesn't count. This is a pop-in. Yeah, it's a cameo. Anyways, you guys are doing great. You guys are doing great. Keep going. I'm not even here. Renee, by the way, uh, can you send Dan House in a slammy as payment? I'll work on it. Please do. Uh, Superstar of the year, 2013. She leaving? She left? Great. You know, why don't you ask uh, Joan Rivers what happened when she guest hosted for Johnny Carson? That didn't turn out so well in the end either. Do you have questions? Do you have notes? Do you have a list? During this whole uh, shutdown of everything... Danhausen really loves you because you have remained, Danhausen believes, the most entertaining throughout finding ways to be out there, do new things. You had a documentary come out. Danhausen has watched four times. I had two documentaries come out. One was, of course, not mine. Oh, yes. One was the, the, the Scream 5 documentary. Yeah, the Courtney Cox story. And then you had uh, RJ City, Wrestling Rocketeer. I don't know, understand the title of this film that you released, what you have to do with cyborgs. Rock on tour is a is a term that is not oft used anymore. So I thought I would just jump on it while it was available when the trademark opened up, and it means a, a storyteller of various media. And I um, feel like I have become that. And I thought, you know, I've always been a wrestler who doesn't really wrestle, and then my my hand was forced where no one could wrestle. And that's where I found success, by doing what I set out not to do. And that's exactly what Dan Housen did as well, which is, I think, why, even though we butt heads sometimes, we are very compatible. People seem to enjoy when we get together, do some videos. Uh, you see we're at Dan Housen quite a bit, but we usually have a pretty good time overall. What upset me is that I had been working on a character for a number of years before you came on the scene and I felt like your presence kind of stole its thunder and prevented me from doing it, I was working on, you know, kind of an alias, a guy named Van Velzen. It's a menace. He is a menace, right? And people have heard of him. People liked it. They were taking to him. I did some shows as Van Velzen. It was kind of like, uh, if I may be so bold, do a little Van Velzen for you right now. Ah, uh, I'm Van Velzen. Yeah, very good. Very strange, Velzen. And he said... Velzen after every word, and it was it was catching on. We are going to have Renee's lawyers look into this on behalf of Dan Housen. Anyway, next question. You've been invading the bump. Yes, I've made sporadic appearance and then somewhat uh, slightly less sporadic appearances. Well, because you're yelling at the host about pizza. Oh, yeah. Let, yeah, let me talk about this. Uh, you know, I don't know. You know, Renee obviously has a, has a ghostwriter who made her wonderful pizza in her book. But uh, Kayla was munching down, scarfing down on her Instagram some pizza that looked disgusting. It's Detroit-style pizza. Yeah, which is not really a thing. 
let's be honest. You know what I mean? You don't go like Rome, uh, Brooklyn, and Detroit. I don't think it's on the Mount Rushmore pizza. Anyway, she went back and forth. She's like, that's my pizza, and I enjoy it, and blah, blah, blah. And for some reason, I have a computer, and I typed in Kayla Braxton pizza. And there was a picture of her. Uh, she was a news reporter covering Billy Gardell's pizza joint. Billy Gardell, of course, of Mike and Molly fame. And uh, yeah, she was tasting that pizza and she's like, this is the best pizza I ever had. And I said, come on, lady, the jig is up. This does not seem to bode well for you, but yet it does. Because you have yet again another show. Wednesday morning, wake up. How does this keep happening? Uh, with every failure, my reputation grows. So now you have a late night show and you have a morning show. Yeah, I'm like uh, Carson Daly. Who had a late night show in the morning? Well, Letterman had one, but then the morning show didn't last. But also, there was a little bit of a cremuppance between you and Renee because uh, Tuesday Night Titans, what happened? Well, uh, USA on Twitter, there was a little hubbub there, and the bump was like, whoa, Tuesday Night Titans, man. And then Renee was like, oh, I, don't know, I like Tuesday Night Titans. And then I pitched it a while ago. And I was like, I didn't pitch it at all. These people are coming at me. And really, as far as the USA Network concerns, I would rather host the uh, reboot of USA Up All Night with Rhonda Shear, Gilbert Gottfried, and me. That would be a lot more exciting. Triple H just comes to you and says, here, you're doing Tuesday Night Titans. You're doing WWE Dark. You're doing, uh, what is that other show you do? Wednesday morning, wake up with RJ in your underwear. And I say, okay, let's first take a picture where you point at me, and then we'll discuss it. You know what? Maybe Dan Housen will Photoshop some together of Triple H pointing at your logo while you're standing there in your underwear. It will be like when you uh, met Cold Steve Austin. Cold Steve is a heck of a guy, I have to tell you. He seemed to startle you until you left. He got very close to me physically. And you know what's even more intimidating is that he was wearing fleece. So as he touched me, it was also comforting. And then he said, you have to leave. He's not doing your show. And then, you know, I swiftly left. He also promised me a hat. If you listen to the episode of me on his show, he promised me a hat. I gave him a pin on the air and he's like, I'll give you a hat. And then episode ended and he's like, get out of my house. We are running short on time. Please, RJ, plug your things. Honestly, at this rate, Google me, Google RJ City. Sunday mornings, I make coffee in my underwear. A Wednesday, sporadically, I do Wednesday morning, wake up on the bump. All right, that's enough of you. You're out of here. Thank you. I appreciate it. Goodbye. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me on this special edition of the best of for oral sessions. We just mash up the best from the week, let you guys get the little highlights. You can go back and listen to the full length episodes. Should you choose to do so? I highly recommend it because there's some good stuff in there. It's really hard to cut these down because these chats can be so great. We, we, we really do have the best guests come on here and hang out. And uh, I love being able to do that here on the show. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. You can go back and listen to more of the episodes. You can also watch these interviews on our YouTube page. You can just search Renee Paquette, search for the volume network, and you'll be able to find all the things. We've got the short clips. We've got the full length interviews. Find them all on there. Like, subscribe, share, turn on the notifications, all that good stuff. We'll see you guys next time on Oral Sessions. 